This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company, The St. Valentine's Day Murder by Peter Davis. everybody. Welcome to the first annual Valentine's Day get-together for you, the members of the fastest-growing dating agency in southeast London, <laughs> runningoutoffish.com. <laughs> now, of course, not all the members are here. Some have actually got dates. They're probably out there now, yeah, tarting themselves up, excited about the, the wonders in store for them this evening. Not you lot, though. You're here. <laughs> On your own. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> now, as you all know, it is free to join the website, so that's why we are gathered in this little community centre. But you are the creme de la creme of the agency, of those who can actually get dates for themselves, that is. To make things nice and fair, we've got even Stevens, we've got four boys, and four girls. There's yeah. only three boys? Um, uh, well, yes, you're, at the moment you're right. We are, in fact, uh, missing one chap, a Mr Ratchet. Now, I assume he is running later. I'm sure he's going to be here soon. But why don't we start this afternoon um, by going around and introducing ourselves. So, I'll start. My name is John Druitt. You guys can call me Johnny. <laughs> I uh, started this company originally as I was single and lonely. I couldn't bear the thought of living out my twilight years alone and depressed. Sit up every night, watching a slowly emptying bottle. A meal for one in the microwave. <laughs> Wet cheeks from the freshly shed tears. But it worked out well in the end, because through the site, I met Mandy, my living girlfriend. In fact, we're off out tonight, so I'm kind of hoping we can be done by seven. Right. Who's next? Um, yeah. Hello there all. My name is William Gull. I'm an artist specialising in photography. <laughs> Usually nudes. <laughs> but I sometimes don't mind them wearing shorts or a little grass skirt. Possibly a leaf. <laughs> I live in Hampstead and it's been seven months since my last date. Good. Next. Uh, all right. My name's James, James Maybrick. Uh, I work on a stall selling household items, uh, mostly kitchenware, you know, your, your knives, your pots, your pans, your oven gloves, uh, uh, cleaning products too, uh, you know, your bleach, your detergents, your surface cleaners, your polish, your varnish, um, your stain removers, your carpet cleaners, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I enjoy football uh, and television and... It's been about two months since my last date. Thank you, James. Hi there, everyone. I'm George, George Chapman. <laughs> I work in a restaurant just near Covent Garden as the head chef. My specialities are beef stroganoff, beef casserole, and beef pie. Um, I like cooking, funnily enough, <gasps> watching the news and shooting. It's been... Oh, gosh. Nearly a year since my last date. OK, thanks, George. But, but, but I've been very busy, mind. I've been running the kitchen almost single-handedly since October. OK, George. Um, thanks. Who no, wants no, no, to go no, no, next? I've, I've had offers, I have, from, from lovely ladies. I've just had to tell them, sorry, love, I can't. This place would fall apart without me. And it would. <laughs> right, all done? Good. Well, that's all the boys. Um, I'll just read out a little bit about our latecomer. His name is Samuel Ratchet. He works in the city as a manager of a top bank. He works part-time for several charities. He owns his own villa in Spain. Oh, he also works part-time at the weekend as a fitness instructor at a gym. 
Oh, he was also, he was the finalist for Britain's most handsome and charming man competition, 2008. It's a shame he's not here, really. <laughs> oh, well, um, who wants to go next? I will. Hey. Hello, everyone. Hi, hi. Um, my name is Michelle Ostrog. I work in a pharmacy, although I haven't worked much over the last year because I've been, well... I've had um, some time off. <laughs> um, I've been staying in different places. I'm not mad. <laughs> oh, it's been about a year since my last date. <laughs> Hello. I am Kuzminski. I have been in this country for four years. I am looking for men. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, very good. Um, Joan? That's me. I'm Joan. Joan Pizer. I'm from Wales originally. I work as a circus assistant. I specialise in the knife throwing trick, not as the thrower, as the throwee. Um, but I also dabble in the trapeze. I like horse riding, bears, and I collect miniature trumpets. It's been seven weeks and two days since my last date. Hiya. My name's Florence Maybrick. I'm a James's sister. It was his idea I came here tonight as I I ain't been on a date for about seven months now. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I work on the stall with James. Most people call me Flory. That's about it, really. Marvellous. OK, so um, now we all know a little bit about each other, it's time to get to know each other a little bit more intimately. We're going to do a little bit of what is known as Speed dating. Yes, I know. Now, it's very exciting. We've got these uh, four tables, and uh, uh, what we're going to do is that we have one girl on each, and the chaps are going to rotate around every five minutes. So every time you hear this bell, you move around to the next table. Good. So uh, let's get the, uh, the, the ball uh, rolling. Table one, can we have Michelle and William? Yeah. <laughs> Table two, Erin, isn't it? Erin uh, Kosminski. Just Kosminski. Okay, Kosminski and James. Table two. Uh, table three, Joan and George. And table four... Oh, I'm sorry, Flory, but Mr Ratchet still isn't here yet, so um, you're going to be on your own, I'm afraid. But it's only for five minutes. Actually, I, I brought a crossword book just in case this happens. So, so there you go. Knock yourself out. Thanks. Okay. Ready for... Date number one, go. Hello. Hi there, I'm William. Yeah, yeah, I thought as much. Great, great. <laughs> so, you live in Highgate? Yeah, it's, um, nice. It's green. Oh, I love green. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Trees and grass. Yeah. The Oxfam logo. Um. So... Do you live on your own? Yeah. Well, just me and Tiddles, Meowington, Smythe. Oh. You have a cat? No, that's my sister. <laughs> oh. So, uh, where are you from? Uh, what do you mean? What? What have you heard? Um, well... I mean, why are you asking me where I've come from? It's not really important where I've been recently. Although, not, there's nothing wrong with what I've been doing. No. I've not been anywhere to... No, 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 whoa, 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 hey, hey, stop right there. Um, <laughs> I think there's been a breakdown in communication. I was merely asking whereabouts in the country you're from originally. Oh, oh, sorry. You must think I'm mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. Yeah. Let's just start again, shall we? Yep, yep, okay, sorry, yep, sorry, yep. So, have you ever done any modelling? 
So you work in the market, yes? Uh, yeah, it's a family business. I've been working on the stall since I was about five. That is young. Yeah, it weren't too bad. They gave me a box to stand on. No, child labor. So what do you do? Where? In bedroom? Uh, no, 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 I mean... <laughs> I mean, where do you work? I do not. You don't work? I don't believe in it. You don't believe in work? No. But what do you do for money? I have money. I arrive from the old country with many monies. But you can't just say that you don't agree with working. No. I did not say I don't agree with it. I said I do not believe in it. Oh, well, what? I do not think it exists. It is an illusion, like fairies or cheese. You don't believe in cheese? Cheese does not exist. It is just hard milk. I won't. Do you have any more questions for me? No. Okay. No, oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't introduced myself properly yet. I'm George. John. Hi. Hi. So you work with knives? Yeah, mostly. I do other things as well. You don't get scared working so closely with blades? No, I'm not scared of anything, except squares. You're scared of squares? Yeah, I just can't stand them. I don't mind circles and I can deal with triangles, but squares really freak me out. Squares on snakes. Oh, you don't like snakes either? No, they're the spawn of the devil. I see. I work with knives too, in, in the kitchen. Oh, yes. You were the cook. Chef. Chef. Yeah, head chef. I see. So do you have other chefs under you? <laughs> not often. The sort of things are very hygienic in the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry. What? That, 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 that was a joke. Oh. Uh, yes, yes, I must admit, beef is my speciality. I'm very proud to be the first person to feature beefy chips on their menu. Beefy chips? Yeah, we've got chips, curly chips, cheesy chips, and beefy chips. I see. Sounds nice. Oh, it is. You should come and try them sometime. Mmm. So, uh, what's your favourite knife? Swapperoonie! Right, I'm very sorry, Michelle, but um, you're on your own for this round, so why don't you grab the crossword book? I see Florence has made a good start. Yeah, I got stuck on seven down, though. Well, there you go, Michelle, you've got it now. You've got five minutes to complete it. Uh, and, and what if I can't? Sorry? Uh, what will happen to me if I can't finish it? Um, well, nothing really, we're just going to pass it around. Oh, that's all right, then. Um, I give it my best shot, but I, I'm just not very good at this sort of thing. I used to be very good when I was younger, but I, I'm... OK, Michelle, thanks. Um, <laughs> just see how you get on. Right. Day number two. Off you go. Hello? Hello. <laughs> so, uh, I'm William. William. Yeah. Like the prince. Yeah. Prince William. Yeah. That's the one. And you are... I am not a princess. No, I wasn't saying that. I was just asking... I could have been Asking one. what your name was again. Why? I couldn't remember. You weren't paying attention. No, no. It's just an unusual name, that's all. Unusual? Back in the old country, it is very usual name. And where are you from, exactly? Kuzminski. Right, and where's that near? No, that is my name. Oh, oh yeah. And you, you paint. I must confess I do a little painting. But it's mostly photography I do. No, photo, yes. Have you ever done any modeling? Yes, I was in the magazine. Oh yeah? Yes, it was the wives of the readers. 
<laughs> Wives of the readers? Uh, you, you were married? Yes. But not anymore? No. I am a window. You're a... He dead. Oh, you're a widow. That is what I said. You don't pay attention at all, do you? Okay. Is that not five minutes? No. So you work in a circus? Yeah. Barry crackers tend to quackers. Excuse me? It's a themed circus. Ducks and geese. Wow, I've never been to a duck and goose circus before. Oh, you should. We all wear beaks. Oh, right. <laughs> so do you have any pets? Uh, yeah, I've got uh, three goldfish, two hamsters and a python. Excuse me? Three goldfish, no, two... No, the last one. Oh, a python. They're very affectionate. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I take it you're not a fan of snakes. Oh, Jesus, go! Well, I am sorry, but I am a snake person. What? You mean you were raised by snakes? <laughs> no, I just like them. Right, before we go on, this python of yours, could you kill it? I, I beg your pardon? I don't mean, would you physically kill the snake? <laughs> oh, good, because for a moment there, I thought you You could get it. someone else to kill it. Well, no, no, of course not. That's horrible. Well, in that case, I don't think there's anything else to say to each other. Oh, no, well, hang on I'm a minute. I'm serious. Silence. <laughs> yeah, but maybe... <laughs> so, what was your name? Laurie? Flory. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, it's OK. Oh, oh great, thanks. So, you're a cook? A chef. Ah, oh, chef. Yeah, my uncle was a chef. Oh, was he? Yeah, on an oil rig. A chef on an oil rig? Well, it was more like a prison, really. A prison in the middle of the sea? Yeah, with loads of oil on it. I see. And you work in a market? Yeah, it's not bad. It's fun. And I meet loads of people. Oh, good. And I don't have to pay any tax, because it's all cash in hand. Oh. You all right? Yes, it's just that, you know, you should pay taxes. Well, why should I give the government my hard-earned money? Well, because everyone else has to. Well, they're all chumps, aren't they? See, this is the problem with people today. You think you're entitled to something for nothing, like the world owes you something. Why should I pay taxes when some other poor bastard will? But you still use all the facilities that taxes pay for. The police, education, the National Health Service. It's because of people like you, we're in a recession. It makes me sick! So, have you got any hobbies? Change your armour! Everyone move around to the next table. Michelle, how did you get on with the crossword? Yeah, 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 not bad, not bad. I got most of them except, um, Dolt. Oh, that's the one I got stuck on. How many letters? Eight. Well, I'm afraid I can't help. I don't even know what Dolt means. It means you're stupid. Well, that's not very nice. I mean, just because I don't know the meaning of a word... No, no, that's what it means, a stupid person. Oh, um, well, let's see if Erin, sorry, Kosminski can get it. No. All right. Um, well, there are plenty of empty ones. No, I don't play games. Oh, uh, OK. They make a mockery of life. <laughs> right, uh, OK, well... I'm afraid Mr Ratchet still isn't here, so you're going to have that to... That is all right. I like sitting alone with my thoughts. Oh, good. Um, right, uh, um, everybody ready? Date number three. Ding, ding. Hi, I'm Michelle. Hello, Michelle. I'm George. Oh, I love the name George. My dad was called George. Was? Oh, I'm so sorry. He's not dead. No? No, he's called Georgina now. Oh? <laughs> Yeah, he, he's now my mum. Right, and what does your mum have to say about that? I bet that was a shock for her. 
Not really. She's dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all right. I don't remember her. She died before I was born. Be <laughs> before? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you must think I'm mad. I'm not, by the way. Not what? Mad. Okay, it's just you said your mum was... Yeah, uh, she wasn't my biological mum. No, clearly. She was my spiritual mum. What, the one that passed away before you were born? Yeah. Okay, and your biological mum is... In prison. <laughs> she got ten years for prison. Do you know what? I don't actually need to know. Oh, but if we're going to date, you should really know everything about me. Yeah, I think I know enough. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, look, I don't think we got off to a good start. <laughs> my fault, sorry. Um, let's change the subject. Ask me a question. Anything. Okay. Um, do you like beef? No, I'm a vegetarian. Right. <laughs> Hello, all right, sis? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think about this happening. No. Spoken to Mum lately? Yeah. Her leg's gone again. Oh, bloody hell. She's got to remember where she leaves that thing. Yeah. She's getting a new one next month. Oh, that'll be good. Here, why don't you go and talk to that foreign lady? She's on her own. Nah, I've done her. She's weird. What do you think about the guy so far? I've only spoken to one. Oh, yeah, was he nice? He had a go at me. He what? He shouted at me. Do you want me to beat him up? Nah, it's all right. I think he's just got some anger issues. Oh, all right, then. Shame that other guy never turned up. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll turn up later. Doubt it. Well... He'll ding his little bell in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Joan, right? Yeah. OK, great. And you are... <laughs> William? Bingo bango. <laughs> And you're a photographer, yeah? Yep. You do it all yourself? Oh, yeah. I set up the shot, I capture the image, and then I've got my own dark room to develop the pics. Wow. Must be expensive. Oh, not really. I have to buy a lot of chemicals for the developing, but that's about it. How exciting. I've always wanted to do some modelling. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you're in luck. I'm looking for models. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm working on a new piece called Crazy Lady Sauna, and I think, <laughs> may I say, you would make a very handsome picture. Oh, stop it! No, I mean it. You've got a lovely face, a great figure. Well, I have to keep slim for the circus. Oh, yeah, of course. You must be quite strong, too. Yes, I am, quite. Strong, thick thighs. Excuse me? Nothing. So how long have you been in the circus? Since I can remember. My parents worked there and I was born on a trampoline. Wow. <laughs> you must have been a very bouncy, bouncy baby. baby. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Oh, uh, sorry. It's all right, I'm used to it. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Switch it down, Dillo. It's time for our final date. Excuse me, Johnny. Yes? And I need to go to the toilet. Do you mind if I just pop off? No, not at all. I won't be long. I, I, it's, it's only a number one. OK, thank you, Michelle. Uh, <clears throat> uh, just through that door. Uh, check it's the right one first. The two doors are identical. OK, thanks. I'm so sorry, everyone. It's just recently I've had some bladder problems. OK, Michelle, just, been... just as quick as you can. <laughs> yeah, sorry, OK, I'll go now. Right. Well, uh, uh, while she's gone, let's um, swap around to our final date positions. But nobody talk yet, because that won't be bare on uh, Michelle and James. Oh, cheers. That's all right. So uh, swap around. There you go. Uh, good. Joan, would you like the crossword book? Get those squares away from me! <laughs> all right. Sorry. <clears throat> well, uh, we'll just wait for Michelle. Hi there. I'm ah, really... no talking. Your five minutes will begin very shortly. Just look at each other for now. Good. Well, I, I must say, today's gone very well indeed. I'm very happy. <coughs> the hell is that? There's a dead body in there. Well, you're back now, so let's just uh, take a... Um... Sorry, what did you say? There's a dead body in the toilet. There's a... 
Excuse me, but I'm just going to pop out the back, see what's going on. There wasn't any toilet paper, so I looked in the next cubicle and there was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, you mean you haven't wiped? <laughs> oh, my God. It's Mr Ratchet. He's been murdered. Is everyone okay? Have you called the police? Uh, well, even better than that, I just happened to have on me the number of a world-famous detective. I've given him a call and he's on his way. He said he'll inform the police. Who is he? He's from France originally. His name is Jean-Pierre Le Poulet. He's uh, famous around the world for his detecting methods. He's a sort of a, a private investigator. Like Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, I suppose so. Or Basil. Basil? Great Mouse Detective. Yes, or, or, or like Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, and here he is now, excuse me. Oh, by the way, if police come, my name is Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane? Yes, it's a long story. God, this is awful, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty bad, but I tell you what, I've seen a lot worse. Have you? Yeah, I mean... The Welsh one's all right. <laughs> and the Murphy one's pretty fit when she ain't babbling on. No, I, I meant the dead body. Oh, that! Oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. The Welsh one is quite tasty, isn't she? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please allow me to introduce you to Jean-Pierre Le Poulet. Hello there. Good evening. Good evening, ladies. Happy Valentine's Day. I am the great detective Jean-Pierre Le Poulet. I thought you were French. I am. <laughs> now, I believe there's been a murder. Yes, that's right. It's in the ladies. The ladies. I see. Well, that complicates matters. Take me there. Okay. Wait, wait. Do any of you ladies need to go? I wouldn't want to stop any of you taking care of nature's business. I'm not going back in there. Nor am I. No way. Very well. Then I suppose you'll have to use the gents for now. Highly unorthodox, but desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> now, Johnny, take me to the ladies' toilet. This way. And I require a list of everyone's names for my notebook. OK. Lead on. OK. Um, everyone else, uh, just stay here for a moment. Oh, he's a bit nice, isn't he? Yeah, shame he wasn't here for the dates, really. Oh, thanks. Is that the body? Um... <laughs> well, yes. I see. Well, on first inspection, I would say it was the body of a man. Early 20s to late 40s. And, uh, hang on. Yep, he's definitely dead. Yes, his name is... Um, was. Sorry? Was, not is. He isn't anymore. He was. Right, well, his name was Samuel Ratchet. He was 32 years old. See? And... Told you. Now, let me examine the body. <laughs> yep, here you go. Hmm. I see. Well, he's obviously been killed recently, but the body is cold to the touch. I put the time of death at around 6.15. There are entry wounds on his chest, done from the look of things by a left-handed individual. And... Hmm. What is it? Strange. Very strange. His tongue is blue, and there's an odd chalky substance round his mouth. What does that mean? Well, it's my professional opinion as a detective that he has been stabbed and poisoned. We need to round up any suspects here who have access to either knives or chemicals. OK, well, that, that shouldn't be too difficult. Let's get to work. Right, have you called the police? I shall, of course. 
For the time being, I don't want them cluttering up my crime scene. Right, I see. And what about doctors? Should we get a medical opinion? Oh, no. Getting doctors involved would be a hindrance at this stage. The art of detectiving is a delicate science. <laughs> the last thing we want is a load of policemen and doctors confusing matters with unnecessary things like facts or evidence. But should we move the corpse? Oh, no. Leave it exactly where it is. Oh, yeah, I see. For forensics. No. So that if anyone wants to come and have a look at it, they can. Oh, God, it was so horrible. It's such a shame. What do you mean? Well, you sounded so nice. Oh, what? So it'd be all right if he was someone who wasn't nice? Well, not all right, but better. <laughs> well, well, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you all have a seat. Good. Let me tell you the facts. Mr. Ratchet has been murdered. He was stabbed and appears to have been poisoned with a substance as yet unidentified at approximately 6.15 this p.m. And the killer was somebody in this room. <gasps> whoa, 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 you, you didn't say that in there. I didn't say a lot of things in there, but I'm saying some of them now. <laughs> now, first things first. Everyone raise the hand that you write with. What? S seriously? You're all left-handed? Okay. Well, let's have a look at my notes. Okay, now, according to Johnny, you all arrived at around six o'clock. Miss Ostrock. Michelle. Sorry? I prefer Michelle. To who? What? And you are? I'm Michelle. Michelle Ostrog. Right. You are Miss Ostrog. Uh, can we stick to the first names, please, Detective? It's just we've all met and we're trying to get to know each other. It's sort of a date. A date? Yeah, you know, Valentine's Day. I see. Well, good. Out of tragedy, love can blossom. Take myself and my wife, for example. We met in a horrific falconry mishap. <laughs> many, many deaths. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Miss Ostrog, Michelle here, discovered the body, is that correct? Correct. And nobody else used the ladies prior to her? No. No. Now, what were you all doing between 6 and 6.30 when your dating began? Well, just milling around, really. Some people were getting coffee, others were wandering around the different rooms. I see. So you were all here by 6, the murder occurred at 6.15, and nobody used the toilet until Michelle. I conclude that Mr Ratchet arrived here before the others and went to the loo. He mistook the ladies for the gents due to the similarities of the doors. We've all made that mistake. He was still in there at 6.15 when someone else snuck in, stabbed him, and forced him to consume some sort of noxious chemical substance. The question is... Why would he spend 15 minutes in the toilet? Well, maybe he had some tummy trouble. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Sometimes I can be in there for half hour at a time. You know, take a book in, get yourself comfortable, and settle in for a triple flusher. <laughs> Well, exactly. Now, as I was saying, well, the question well, is... Well, 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 hang on a minute. How comes Johnny didn't see him arrive? What? Yeah, wasn't you at the door greeting us all? Yes, I was. But I must admit, I kept nipping out to the back room at about five to six. Aha! Why? I was bidding on something on eBay. <laughs> what? Is it important what I was bidding on? It could be. All right, well, if you must know, it was a full-size Dalek prop from 1988. Oh, wow! I've always wanted one of those. OK, so now we... A Dalek? Really? Yeah. Did you win it? No, I got outbid at 10,000. I see. 10,000? Pounds? Yeah, that was my limit. You were going to spend 10 grand on a Dalek? 
I'm not surprised you've been single for so long. Oh, God, Mandy! Oh, excuse me, I, I need to go make a phone call. Ten grand? Yeah, must have a bit of cash tucked away. I know! You wouldn't think it to look at him, would you? No. <laughs> Maybe we should be concentrating on him. <laughs> the other guys are pretty useless. We can he, you know. I know. So... <laughs> so what is the question? Excuse me? What is the question? You kept saying the question is, but you never actually said what it was. The question? Oh, yes. The question is, what were you all doing at 6.15? Well, I was late. I didn't get here till around 20 past. Um, yeah, I was supposed to get the train, but there was engineering works, and so I had to get a bus, and then I got... OK, OK, good, thank you. And what about you? You've been pretty quiet. I arrived at seven minutes past six. I got myself a large cup of coffee, and I settled down here with my thoughts. <laughs> ah, you must be Kosminski. Must I? Okay, let's start at the beginning, shall we? Who was the first to arrive? Johnny. Yes, I've got that. Who was next? Well, Mr. Ratchet, according to you. Yes, yes, I mean out of you lot. Who was first? Well, uh, guess that was me then, yeah. I see. And what time was that? Uh, about six. Well, it couldn't have been six, because we got here at six, and you were already here. Yeah, yeah, uh, about five to six. No, I got here at five to. Um, OK, yeah, yeah, uh, just before five to six. You don't know, do you? No. Right. <laughs> and you are? I'm an artist. No, I mean your name. OK, yeah, great. Uh, William. Gull? Yeah. OK. William arrived first, then you, Miss... Paiser. John Paiser. John? No. John. She's Welsh. Oh, I see. OK. William, John, then you two. Uh, Maybrick, James and Florrie. I can speak for myself, you know. Yes. I'm sure you can, my dear. Well, uh, we're the Maybricks. I'm Florrie. He's James. OK. And you're married? What is this? Uh, Valentine's Day swingers party? <laughs> no! We're brother and sister. I'm very available. I see. Good to know. So am I, in fact. I thought you were married. No, my wife left following the result of a telephone vote. In fact, I'm currently looking for the new Mrs. Lapule. Well, uh, I have to keep that in mind, wouldn't I? Um, all right, mate. One step at a time, yeah? What about this murder? The murder? Oh, yes, of course. I need to establish the whereabouts of the suspects. Yeah, this isn't very fair, you know. Oh? Yeah, I mean, you weren't even here for the date. You shouldn't be allowed to chat the ladies up. You seem very defensive, George. Something to hide. What? No, it's just that... Tell uh, me, George, when did you arrive? Well, I got here about five past six, just after the Maybricks. All right, thank you. So, let's have a look here. You arrived next, Kosminski? I know. I was there. <laughs> and you say you came straight in, got a coffee and sat down. You didn't use the ladies? No, I don't go on a Monday. <laughs> right. Let's move on. Michelle arrived at 6.20, so it probably wasn't her. Can I go, then? No, you found the body. Also, you could have snuck in, killed him, snuck out again, and come in again. But I didn't. But you could have. But I didn't. But you must admit you could have. Well, yes, but... So you admit it. What? No! Well, I admit I could have. Aha! But I didn't. Sorry about that. Now, where are we? We're establishing who was where when. OK, and who was where? When. What? <laughs> at 6.15. Tell me, all of you, what were you doing at 6.15, starting with you, Sonny? Johnny. Well, I was at my desk in the little entrance hall, waiting for Michelle and Mr Ratchet to arrive. Good, right. Let's go in order of arrival. William. I was outside round the back admiring the trees. The trees? Yeah, I was doing a sketch of them. But you don't have a sketchbook on you? No, I was doing a sketch of them in my mind to transfer to paper later. 
Okay. Uh, you, John. I was sitting in this room reading. Reading what? Chickens Through the Ages by David Attenborough. I've read that. It's brilliant. You got to the 18th century yet? No, I'm still on medieval chickens. Oh, you are in for a treat. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, you were here reading. Ah, so you must have seen Miss Kosminski. Yes, we were in the same room. So you are each other's alibis? Well, not really. I was pretty engrossed in the chickens. I had to be nudged twice for the beginning of the meeting. And I was deep in my thoughts. <laughs> deep. Okay. Uh, you, Maybricks, where were you? We were both outside. Oh, really? And uh, what were you doing outside? <laughs> well, I was on the phone. And I was having a fag. Ah. Okay. And finally, you, George, where were you? Oh, I was in the little kitchen having a cup of tea. But there's no tea in there, only coffee and bovril. Yeah, yeah, but I can't be without my tea. I've always got a pocket full of bags. Right. So what you're saying is at 6.15, none of you saw what any of the others were doing. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. Johnny, I take it you have everybody's details on the computer? You take it correctly. OK, I need to see them all. Would you show me, please? Of course. This way. Oh, God, it's all so horrible. I've never seen a dead body before. You get used to it. <laughs> Here, Florrie, do you remember when we found that fella in the woods? Oh, yeah. Lying in those leaves, covered in hedgehoggies. Covered in hedgehogs? Yeah, they were everywhere. They were nesting. In his hair, in his clothes, all over his face. What did he die of? Oh, he wasn't dead. Right. <laughs> well, look, as we're all here, should we continue with the dates? That's a bit insensitive, isn't it? There's a dead fella in there. Yes, and one of you killed him. One of us? It could have been you. Yes, it could have been me. But it could have been you. Me? Don't be ridiculous. Well, you do seem quite interested in knives. What? Well, you work with knives as well? Yes, good point. And what about the chemicals? You two sell loads of chemicals on your stall. Yeah, what? Well, everything we sell, anyone could have in their own. And William? Hmm, yeah? You said you use lots of chemicals on your development. Some, not lots. I haven't brought any of them with me. Yeah, but you might have tossed them outside afterwards when you claim you were sketching in your head. Hey, guys. Guys, I have lots of access to chemicals. I work in a pharmacy. Um... OK, thanks. You don't really think I did it, do you? Well, I don't know. Why'd you ask? Well, it's just that I quite like you. I was hoping we might be able to go out on a date. Oh, uh, oh gosh. Um, well, it's, it's just that you might be a murderer. Well, so might you be. But I'm not. Neither am I. All right, I'll tell you what. If it's proved that neither of us are murderers, we'll go out on a date. <laughs> Groovy. Idiotic. I beg your pardon? Idiotic, is that it? Seven down, dolt. Mm, no, it's the wrong part of the speech. It's an adjective, it needs to be a noun. And it's only seven letters. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, what is it then? I don't know. What letters you got? Um, shall we get back to working out who the killer is? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> well, you all know it wasn't me and James, cos we were outside. Well... You were together, exactly. You could have done it together, joined forces, become each other's alibis. It's exactly the sort of thing that murderers would do. What? You're mad. No. No, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not. OK. So what about you, Kosminski? You're a dark horse. Call me whore again, pig! <laughs> No, no. Horse. Horse. Oh. Well, I am not horse either. No, I just meant you're, you're mysterious. What, she's a suspect because she's a little bit foreign? Well, if that were the case, then we should suspect Joan as well for being um, Welsh. That's a good point. Oh, hang on that... a minute. I might be Welsh, but he's well, not you, from this country. Well, you say that, but he's not Ladies and gentlemen, simmer down. Good. Yes, that's, that's no way to behave on a date. Now, 
I've perused your files, and I've got a few questions to ask. First of all, I want to ask, did any of you know the deceased? No? Well, I beg to differ. Michelle? Yes? What? Yes? Where have you spent most of the last year? Um, well, different places. Is it not true that you've spent most of the year at the Struggle's End Hospital for the distressed and disturbed? Yes. Precisely. It is not true. Now, Michelle, it wasn't hard to find the records online. As a detective, I have access to many websites, including medical information. All right, fine, yes. I have spent some time at the Struggle's End Hospital. Thank you. And how many times did you ask to be discharged and were denied? Forty-two. Yes. And what was the name of the doctor who kept denying your release? Um, Dr... Oh, my God. Was it him? Dr. Ratchet. Yes, indeed. And this made you quite cross, didn't it? Well, yeah, I, I suppose so. So she's got a motive? Yes, she has. But so have you, Mr. Chapman. George. What? It's still a date. Huh? <laughs> okay, George. Motive? What's my motive? Think back to 2008, George. Where were you in the middle of February? Um, I can't remember. Poppycock! You were in Colchester, weren't you? Yes. Y yes, I was. And why might someone have been in Colchester in February 2008? It's the oldest recorded town in England. It's got a lovely castle. Good zoo as well. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All valid points. But why were you there, George? I... I was in the regional finals for the Britain's Most Handsome and Charming Man competition. That's right. And who beat you and went on to the finals in Scunthorpe? Mr. Ratchet. Dr. Ratchet. Dr. Ratchet. Bingo. Not much of a motive for murder, though, is it? Ah, but after he failed to reach the finals of the competition, his wife left him and took away the children to live in Helsinki. Isn't that right, George? And the cats. There you have it. But I didn't kill him. That's ridiculous. Is it? Is it as ridiculous as blaming the death of your parents on the owner of the Spanish villa they were staying in and then trying to sue him because of it? Why? Well, I never did that. No, you didn't. Oh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> yes, indeed, John. It was his villa, wasn't it? Indeed it was. Your parents died in his villa and you tried to sue him for half of everything he owned. But it failed miserably, and you ended up selling the trampoline you were born on to cover the legal costs. But hang on. His name wasn't Ratchet. It was... Oh, my God. Exactly. The deceased changed his name to Ratchet in 2005. From Kosminski. No! Yes, he was your husband. But he told me he was dead. <laughs> what? How could your husband tell you he was dead? In a note he left me. His body was found in the lion enclosure at Stoke Newington Big Cat Orphanage. A body was found in the lion's enclosure at the Stoke Newington Big Cat Orphanage, but not his. He started a new life with a new identity. How do you know this? Yeah, hang on a minute. How do you know so much about us all? Google. <laughs> you can't find all that from Google. You'd be surprised at what Google can provide. And I have special detective privileges on classified websites. Well, what about us? What possible motive could we have? I'm not sure yet, but I'll think of one. Here, Johnny, where did you find this joker? I met him on the street a couple of days ago. He was giving out his card to passers-by. He what? He was touting for business. Detective business. Yeah, he said business was a bit slow of late. That's why when this happened, I thought I'd give him a call. Cheer him up! Excuse me, Johnny. Um, yes. Just how is it that we all just happen to be here for your dating evening when we all have connections to Mr. Ratchet? 
I don't know. You were all randomly chosen by the website. How convenient. Well, not really, seeing as though there's been a murder because of it. No, not very convenient for Mr. Ratchet. Exactly. Because he's dead. Yeah. So, Detective, do you have any idea who might have actually done it? Well, you know, this is all quite similar to a case I had a couple of years ago in my native land of France. And? That turned out to be a suicide. Ooh, that makes sense. This isn't, though. No? No. You can tell by the wounds. So who did it? Yeah, who killed him? Who killed Mr. Ratchet? In four and a half minutes, you will discover the identity of the murderer. But first, here's a quick reminder of the suspects. Is our killer George Chapman, the angry beef-obsessed chef? He lost out at being Britain's most handsome and charming man 2008. But did he care enough to kill? Or Joan Pizer, the circus performer with a fear of snakes and squares? She blamed the victim for the death of her parents. Did she get revenge? Or Erin Kosminski, the mysterious widow from a far-off land. Did she find out the truth about her husband and murder him? Or could it be Johnny Druitt who organized the whole event? Another suspect is the artist William Gunn. He has his head in the clouds, but does he have a knife in his pocket? Is the killer Michelle Ostrock? Did her time at the Struggle's End Hospital make her snap and make her a murderer? And finally, could our killers be James and Florrie Maybrick? Do they seem a little too cool about the whole thing? Are they hiding something? Why not pause your audio recording now and see if you can work it out? And for our live audience, there will now be a 17-second interval so they can discuss it. getting a bit tense in here, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm sure Monsieur Le Poulet will get to the bottom of it. I wouldn't be too sure about that. He seems a bit useless, if you ask me. Well, I think he's a much better detective than you give him credit for. He knew about me in the hospital, and I was in there under a false name. What? You what? Well, it wasn't just me. Everyone was doing it. He, he knew about your false name? Well, he knew I was in there, didn't he? Did you tell anyone in there your real name? No. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and how did you know I was born on the trampoline I sold? There's something very strange going on here. Come on, we're going to talk to Mr Le Poulet. Doesn't that mean chicken? The chicken, ain't it? Yeah, I thought so. I read it somewhere. Um, excuse me, detective. I've been thinking about something. Oh, yes? Yeah. Do you want me to nip home and get my camera? I could get some shots of the corpse. Thank you, William, but the police will have their own photographers. No, I didn't mean for the police. Well, what did you mean? I was thinking I could do an installation piece about it. Right. Well, I can't really let you pop home, as you might not come back. You are a murder suspect. Oh, yeah, so I am. Sorry about that, everyone. I forgot, sorry. That... No, that's fine. Okay, everyone, can I have your attention? I've narrowed it down to two suspects. I just need to check something. Michelle and Kosminski, please remove your trousers. Hold it right there, Mr. Lapoulet. I've got a couple of questions for you. Questions for me? Questions for the questioner? Yes, I have. How did you know that Michelle... Hold on. Uh, Michelle, put your trousers back on. <gasps> Righto. <laughs> Cheers for that. Um, how did you know that Michelle was at Struggle Lens Hospital? I checked the patient records on the interweb. I have access to many websites. But she checked in under a different name. She... what? Yes, yes, of course I know that. I'm a detective. Yeah, and you managed to find out pretty quickly about my 2008 problem. I'm a very quick typer. Nah, I'm not buying this. And there's no way you could have discovered Kosminski's past that quickly. Isn't that right, Kosminski? Kosminski... 
I think she's gone into her thoughts again. Kosminski. Oh, sorry, I went deep again. Now, just what exactly are you two insinuating? I'll tell you exactly what I'm insinuating. I think that you found out about all of these connections to Mr. Ratchet and hacked into runningoutoffish.com to orchestrate this meeting. Then when we were all here, you murdered him and turned us into suspects. Preposterous. No, 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 I think of it. The website has had glitches over the last couple of months. Emails saying they've been read and clients disappearing. Wait a minute. That's why you gave me the card yesterday. So you'd be the first on the scene. That's why you didn't call the police or the hospital. What? There's no police on the way. No, he said it was better to wait. Wait, wait. But... But I, I wasn't even here. He died at 6.15. Yeah, but how do we know that? Because you told us. What exactly is your background? Me? I've been doing this for years. Doing what exactly? Yeah, just what the hell is going on here? Yeah, you killed him, didn't you? Yeah, why? Why did you do it? Yeah, why? Why'd why? you kill him? Why, why did, did you kill him? him? Spear, huh? Because he deserved it! <laughs> what did you say? I mean, you all think he did. The hospital, the competition, the villa. You killed my husband? He wasn't your husband. He faked his death and started a new life. He tricked you. He did it for me. Come again? My mother was ill and we had no money to pay for it. His life insurance paid for her to be well again. We arranged the fake death together. Bloody hell. The only way we could stay in contact with each other was at occasional meetings through dating websites like this one. And you, you have killed him. Now that does it. I'm calling the police. Don't you dare. And how are you going to stop him, Mr. The Chicken? With this gun. Where did you get that? It's a dangerous business, detectiving. One must be prepared. Put the gun down. No. I think not, George. I will kill you. Back off, Missy. But why? Why did you do it? Publicity. You what? It's been a slow year. I needed a high-profile case to get people talking about Brand Le Poulet again. <laughs> Frankly, I need the work. Talking about you again? Before this week, I never heard of you. Silence! <laughs> there was a time when Le Poulet was on the tip of everyone's tongues. Yeah? Well, tastes change. What? <laughs> Why are you getting involved? Because I've had just about enough of this. Yeah, me too. It's too late. You've confessed now. Yeah, that was a bit stupid of you. It'll make no difference once I've killed all of you. No one knows I'm here, you see. I'll never get linked to the crime. It'll just be another case of mysterious multiple homicide. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't let that happen. Everyone? Just stand back a smidge. <laughs> and what are you going to do? This. God, William, you completely overpowered him. He's unconscious. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually a policeman. I thought you were an artist. Well, I work mainly undercover. I spent the last three years infiltrating the underground art scene. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Could someone tie him up, please? Oh, I'll do it. Great. Thanks. Let me just uh, call the station. Can I borrow your phone? Uh, yeah, here you go. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't worry, he'll be in prison before you know it. He will not last long. Not with such a pretty face. Are you all right? No. No. Uh, well, you wouldn't be. Uh, anyway, I've got to make a call. Phew, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, I know, it all got a bit much there for a moment. I know. You were very brave. You think? Yeah. I'm really not mad, you know. I was only in the hospital because of my fear of monkeys. Oh, right. Um, I 
hate monkeys as well. Really? Yeah. Um, listen, do you want to maybe go and get a drink or something? Yeah. That'd be nice. Hello? Hello, Sarge. Yeah, yeah, hi there. It's uh, <laughs> William, William Gull. Yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> hey, listen, I've got a murderer here. Do you want to come and pick him up? Okay, great. Yeah, I'll text you the address. So you're a policeman? Yeah. How exciting. You know, it is rather. Why are you working in the underground art scene? Oh, basically, the British government invented a new colour and a renegade group of artists have stolen it. It's a long story. All right. Why don't I tell you about it over dinner? I like that. Excuse me, Mr. Police. Could I just have five minutes alone with the detective? Um, no, I'm afraid not. But he killed my husband. I know, but I really can't allow that, I'm afraid. Especially after what you did to that chap in Bristol last year. Oh. You know about Bristol. Yeah, it's a bit of a horror story amongst policemen. Ah, uh, could I just kick him then? Um, yeah, sure. Thank you. You're very welcome. Ooh. Hey, Flory. All right? Looks like people are pairing up after all. Yeah, looks like it. You know, I'm not really that bothered about the whole tax yeah, thing. Yeah, bugger off, George. Gotcha. <laughs> OK, well, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank everyone again for coming tonight. I'm sorry it's gone on a little bit longer than planned, but I'm sure it won't happen again next time. And, Kuzminski, I'd just like to apologise for the death of your husband. Not your fault. I know, but I wish I'd never taken his card now. I had no idea he'd turn out to be a murdering imbecile. Oh, my God. What? That's it. What is? Seven down, imbecile, dull. Oh, thank God for that. That was driving me mad. <laughs> oh, jolly good. Why don't you pop it in the uh, crossword book? I am sad. Do you know what always cheers me up? A nice plate of beefy chips. <laughs> okay, you make me beef. <laughs> Great. But no monkeys' businesses. Put hand on me, I pull arm out of socket. Right, all right, all right okay. <laughs> just, just the beef, then? Just the beef. Sounds good to me. OK, thanks again, everyone, and hopefully see you for the next one, if you're still single, that is. Cheers, Johnny. See ya. Bye. Take care. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. See you at the next one. Beef! All right, we're going. <laughs> uh, Johnny, would you mind awfully waiting for the police? We're going to go and get some grub. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what today was all about. <laughs> Great, thanks. Bye. Bye. <sighs> oh. You're awake, are you? Let me go. Um, no. Do it, or I'll tell them all. Tell them what? I'll tell them that this whole thing was your idea. But it wasn't. I know that, but they don't. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Hello? Mandy? Hi, honey. I've got to hang around here for a bit longer, I'm afraid. I'm waiting for the police. Yeah. Yeah, it was the detective in the end. No, I didn't see it coming either. <laughs> Oh, hang on, they're here. Ah, OK, hun, I'll be home before you know it. Hey, I love you, you know. Pop the Kievs in, love. <laughs> I'm coming home.
The St. Valentine's Day Murder was written and directed by Peter Davis. It was produced by Marielle Runacre Temple and co-produced by Fran Kirkham. Live sound engineering by Matt Blair and Tashari King. Editing and post-production by Matt Blair. Lighting design and operation by Gareth Brown. Starring Neil Frost as Johnny Druitt. Philip North as William Gull. Mike Garnell as James Maybrick. Debbie Burrell as Michelle Ostrog. Laura Marshall as Kosminski. Jade Allen as Joan Pizer. Laura Ashenden as Florrie Maybrick. Kevin Haney as George Chapman. And Matthew Woodcock as Jean-Pierre Le Poulet. All music was written and recorded by Peter Davis. The St. Valentine's Day murder was recorded live at the new Diorama Theatre on the 13th and 14th of February 2011. Please visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more original radio productions.